right, what is up? What is going on? And welcome into another episode of America's Hometown Horror. How we doing, listeners? My name is Mike. I am your host, as always. A good evening, and I say good evening to my fellow co-hosts. Matt's actually off tonight, so it's the three amigos. The initial three amigos. I'm joined by Andrew and Kat. Guys, how we doing? Hello. Doing good. Excellent. I'm doing. Well, we have another jam-packed episode tonight full of uh, lots of tasty, gory bits to get into, so let's jump right in. First and foremost, here's where you can find us online. The first place is our website, which has recently been updated by the lovely Catherine, which is apod.com. That's A-H-H-P-O-D.com. You can find everything you need about our show right on there. You can also find us on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Just search for either America's Hometown Horror or Hometown Horror Pod, and you will find us. You can also drop us a line at hometownhorrorpodcast at gmail.com. And as always, a reminder, we're now a member of Horror Facts Magazine, which you can find at horrorfacts.com. A great resource if you're a fan of horror for daily news, reviews, podcasts, just like ours. And last but certainly not least, we are now officially partnering with Fangoria to bring our listeners an exclusive 20% discount. Just head on over to shop.fangoria.com slash hometownhorrorpod, or you can use the code hometownhorrorpod to unlock a 20% discount on any merchandise, so any clothing, any hats, anything you might want, stickers, pins, or more importantly, your first subscription to Fangoria Magazine. Again, that's shop.fangoria.com slash hometown horror Guys, what's been going on in your lives in the last week since we last spoke into a microphone? We went to Salem. We did go to Salem. You want to talk yeah. a little bit about that? Yeah, sure. We had a blast up there, and uh, I know I posted about it on Instagram, but it is a a must if you are a fan of Halloween, a fan of horror. There is a ton of spooky stuff to do up there year-round, but I'll let you go first, Catherine. Yeah, we went and saw, we did some touristy things, which we didn't really, we did a little one last time we went to Salem, but we went to see the Salem Witch Museum, which was kind of cool. Um, Very cool. Yeah, I had a good time at that. I, I had way yeah. more fun there than I thought I was going to. Yeah, you kind of, like, you first get there, you sit in this one big room, and there's this whole, almost like a wax museum-y kind of feel to it, where they have, like, different spotlights on different scenes, and you go around the whole room, and they tell you the whole story of the history of Salem witches, and the whole crucible kind of thing, with all the tituba, and uh, John Proctor, and all the trials, and all the, the whole nine, so that was, that was really cool. The hangings, the, hangings. the pressings, the pillaging, yes. the accusing, all of the above, as Giles. men. And or the relentless would say yeah yeah lots of uh disturbing things happened back then and it's uh kind of crazy to think that all people had to do back then was just say hey you're a witch and people were like okay they're a witch let's right. kill them let's put them on trial and either crush them with stones or hang them by their neck until they expire yeah yeah, so that was actually really fun. I, I like that quite a bit. Um, you can do that, obviously, year-round. It is a guided tour, so you can't walk around at your own leisure. But, uh, yeah, had a good time with that. What else did we do? Um, then we saw a little bit of a lighter museum, the Halloween Museum. Yeah, that was fun. And it was one of those things where you put on, like, 3D glasses, and it was all black light stuff, and it had all of these different, like, creepy crawler monsters, everything with, like, slime... Uh, Slime guy from Slimer. Slimer. <laughs> I was gonna say Slimer. And I was like, oh, yeah, this was this was way 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 up my alley. Oh um, yeah, it's fun. Yeah. It was a fun little ton museum. of neon paint. It took about you know you can take as much time as you really want, but it took us probably about fifteen maybe twenty minutes to walk through. Everything's lit up in neon paint, and it pretty much just has all kinds of like 
There's some movie props from stuff from like uh, Corpse Bride, Nightmare Before Christmas. So there's some movie props in there, but like lots of old school Halloween like masks and toys on display. The McDonald's things. The yeah, like the old school McDonald's like Happy Meal pails and like, you know, uh, Happy Meal like Halloween toys. It was just like really cool to see. It was just kind of like a big memorial to, you know. Yeah. Halloween of years past, Dave I would Hubie say. Hubie Halloween stuff, too. Yep, because Hubie Halloween did do some filming up in Salem. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that was a lot of fun. We did that. Uh, grabbed some lunch at a place that uh, Guy Fieri went to on Diners, Drive-Ins, and Dives. And I got a lobster martini, which uh, I would probably not order again. It was just like, <laughs> a it was like vodka with a side of a cold chill lobster. It was, uh, very, <laughs> it was very strong. It was like lo- so that it was basically marketed as like a... You know, vodka, lemon with lobster essence. So it was. It wasn't as briny as I thought, as I was hoping it was going to be. Because well, I do enjoy a dirty briny, martini. Though. But if you're doing like a lobster stock and it's supposed to taste like the sea, like you know, it could it could have been a little bit brinier. But yeah, they do serve it with a chilled lobster claw. Uh, food was very good. It's called lobster. The lobster yeah. shanty. Yes, highly would recommend checking that place out if you're up in Salem. And then last but certainly not least. Uh, we did check out my personal favorite thing up there, which is Count Orlock's Nightmare, Nightmare Gallery. Gallery. That place <laughs> fucking rules. It was really, it was really cool. Yeah. Um, we so basically, you can't take any photos in there, unfortunately, and I can see why because it is just incredibly cool. Uh, we took a few photos in the gift shop, but they have wax figurines from almost any iconic character in a horror movie you could think of. There were uh, figurines of a Vincent Price, a couple of them actually, one from the abominable Dr. Fibes, Andrew, awesome. a personal favorite of yours. Um, everybody, though. I mean, there was a huge, gigantic wax figurine of uh, pr- the Predator battling a xenomorph in the oh middle God, of like the biggest room. So Got to cool. be seven or eight feet tall. Awesome. Huge. I mean, every like pick pick a horror icon. They were in there. Yeah. I mean, I'm looking at, like, the ghost thing I have up behind me on the wall, and I'm, like, Beetlejuice was there. They had Slimer from Ghostbusters. Uh, they had, you know, uh, Jason... Sanderson. Yep, they, they had some, uh, yep, Hocus Pocus stuff. They had, like, they had a Demogorgon from Stranger Things, so they even had yes. some, like, new stuff in there. They had um, Slimer. It's Slimer. Lots of death masks, actually, so, like... Uh, People take molds of people's faces uh, that's supposed to look like they're dead. So yeah, it's like that ones was of like cool. Alfred Hitchcock and Vincent Price and all kinds of crazy things. So, but yeah, you name a movie monster or movie character, Pinhead was there. Andrew, obviously, there Tall Man, yeah. Tall. Oh. Oh, yep, Angus Scrim was represented in there as well. Um, it was awesome. So yeah, I would highly recommend checking out not only the Salem Witch Museum but also the Halloween Museum and Count Orlock's Nightmare Gallery would be my personal not-to-be-missed attraction up there. Well, it's nice to go up there even in the summertime when it's not so busy, like, right before it turns into fall when it it gets to be crazy season up there where you can't move and there's lines everywhere and whatever and everything's still open right now and you can enjoy it just as much. Yeah, and we didn't do them, but there are actually haunted houses you can walk through year-round that are actually open, so that's pretty sweet. I I don't think they're of the highest quality, but that's okay. I mean, I I appreciate the spirit there. The only one that we didn't get a chance to hit because we ran out of time because we realized there was going to be a shitload of traffic on the way back, was the International Monster Museum. Oh, yeah. Uh, we walked by that one, but we didn't get a chance to go in. Um, oh, so, the yeah. uh, Witch Dungeon Museum. The Witch Dungeon Museum. We were going to do that one, too, but we ran out of time. So, uh, yeah, lots of good eats, but lots of good places. I mean, um, it's a little bit far. It's like for oh, us, from it was an hour Plymouth. and a half, and then it was about yeah. two hours on the Yeah, like more like two and a half with the traffic. traffic probably sucks. Yeah, yeah. It was, it was, it was uh, a lot. Muy terrible. Uh, anything else from Salem? 
I think that's pretty much it. Yeah, we got some some macaroons. It was very, very nice. They were nice, yeah. But I love the feeling up there, too. Oh, yeah. Port cities in New England are the best. Cobblestone streets. Like, it's cool. You can also uh, do a nice little walking tour and see the sights uh, from Hocus Pocus, where they filmed uh, that movie as well. There's lots lots of different things. Well, no, not really. I mean, I've seen... A few the last time that we went up there. I think we saw Max's house. Um, actually, so I got together with our friend Matt um, over breakfast last... Two weeks ago. Two weeks ago, and he was saying to hit the Marblehead graveyard where they filmed, like, the first... Oh, cool. Um, with, with Ernie Ice and that other blonde dude. <laughs> I guess it's supposed to be really cool. It's supposed yeah. to be really cool and really pretty. And we didn't end, we didn't end up stopping there on the way home time, time. Yeah. but... Um, I would love to go back up there and check that out. I, I like to go to Marblehead anyway. Actually, they have a zip. The last zip. Fucking Marblehead is, uh, kid. is in Marblehead. Marblehead mass, baby. It's a zip trip. It's on the news. Yeah, they Cap- go to. <laughs> we don't need to go. We need to talk about the local news that you watch every morning for four hours. <laughs> on on Fox, it's not Fox Twenty Five. It's Boston Twenty Five News. Is uh, they do a zip trip every Friday in the summer, and they go to different places for the day. And they tell you all about that 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 town or city's history. So the Marblehead, they what did they nodding have? off? Yeah. <laughs> yes. So this Friday's Marblehead. It's the last one. Excellent. Yeah. Andrew, what have you been up to? Uh, doing anything good? Watching anything good? Any of the above? Uh, I've been up to no good. Any zip um, trips to report on? <laughs> no, no zip trips. Um, I've watched a bit. I uh, caught up. I watched, I think, two episodes of. Uh, what we do in the shadows. It's so uh, it's so good. Dude, this season's so good. That We're episode up, yeah. that episode where they're getting trying to get Colin into uh like the, a private, the, the private school, school. The boarding school. Oh my god. Oh it's and awesome. Nandor and Laszlo are just pretending that they're a like a, a couple. A, a couple. <laughs> and the things that they're saying is just wild. Oh, yeah. It's so awesome. I can't remember any of it like in depth, but it's just like that's some of the best humor and like Nandor with his like plastic surgery face oh, oh I forgot God, about that, that part so dude was, I was so fucking dying yeah. what's wrong <laughs> just like progressively kept getting like worse and worse like that's not <laughs> Nandor so awesome. so and then great. the one where Gilmro is uh, fighting the other familiars yeah, at, at the uh, market, right, the, right, night, right. the night market. That's, yeah, the night this, market. Oh, it's so good. It's yeah, like, every episode just gets better and better. Oh yeah. We actually have one that we can watch tonight. I think oh, there's a really? new one that's out. Oh yeah, yeah tonight's one. Apparently, uh, Laszlo and I think uh, the little little person that came out of the chest cavity of Colin Robinson go to the New Jersey Pine Barrens. Oh shit. So uh, hopefully they run into the Jersey oh, Devil God. down there. That'd be pretty cool. I'm sure that they uh, they'll incorporate that folklore in there somehow. <laughs> I like how they in the last episode they brought back the Baron as, in his original state. The Baron, yes. I was like, oh, yeah. oh yep. my god. I was like, that's... Is they that all, really they all got away it? with him for like five minutes so they could fuck they could all, him. They all <laughs> fuck him. Yeah, pretty awesome. What else? Uh, I finished watching Them. Oh, yes. You were telling me about this. One of the best shows I've seen in a long time. This show is just... The tension is phenomenal. It's fucked up. It's unique. It's unnerving. It's just... It's amazing. So, I don't know if he directed all the episodes, but, like, the last four episodes, I noticed Ty West directed all of them. Oh, really? Yeah. The so, guy, yeah, so he like did Ty X West, and, yeah. Um, yep. It was excellent show. If you haven't seen the show, I don't know how. Like, I didn't even know how I didn't even hear about the show before. Yeah, we're going to have to check that one out And I sure. think season two is coming out next year, and but it's going to be completely different because they're all Yeah, I remember you saying it was an anthology. Season, so, yeah. No, definitely watch it. It's, it's good. Ten episodes. You'll like it. There's one episode in there that's, like, Black and white, like, gives you the backstory on, like, demons. Mm-hmm. It's very, it's cool. really Well, I think the fact that you actually finished the season of tele- television yeah. is uh, pretty, pretty telling. Two yeah. sittings. Yeah. I did five, and then I did five more. So. Nice. 
Okay. Yeah. Uh, then I watched a couple Mission Impossible movies this weekend just to nice. watch some nice action movies. There you go. Um, On a Tom Cruise kick after seeing Top Gun Maverick, I guess. Yeah, right. And then uh, <laughs> what else did I watch? I watched Polar. It's on Netflix. It's like a hitman movie with Mads Mikkelsen. Oh, okay. I've uh, heard of that, actually. It was it was entertaining. It's kind of like John Wick-esque. I still haven't um, seen John Wick. It's not on the same level as John Wick, obviously. But it was, it was good. It was entertaining. It was a good watch. I love Mads Mikkelsen. I, I, yeah. I like Mads Mikkelsen, too. He's yeah. uh, excellent. So, yeah, worth it. Um, what else? I think, other than what we're going to talk about, that's it. Okay. Yeah. Excellent. Well, we will wanna, get to you that. You want to talk about the smelly movie that you made? Uh, yeah, watch. well, we, we got a couple actually, and I, I, I more, the more I think about it, I didn't think it smelled as bad nah, as you did. I know you fucking smelled. hated it. it was awful. Um, so Stupid. we, for the first time, watched uh, Zombieland Double Tap. Oh, I didn't have to. Be well, I never saw the. I didn't know the it's, there was another one. It's a Zombieland movie. It's it was fine. It's good. Yeah, it's not as good as the first one. The first one I feel like was kind of lightning in a bottle. It was so different. They just try to do the same thing here, and it doesn't land as well. It was okay. It it's, wasn't. It wasn't terrible, but it wasn't like the same great. Same kind of idea. They're running around, different types of zombies, using the rules, whatever you know, like survival of the fittest. It's the it's same thing. Yeah, I just same I cast. kind of yeah. I think Jesse Eisenberg is a good actor, but I just have a tough time seeing him as like a ladies' man, which is what he kind of is in this movie. He's just like banging different chicks, and he like he's just a fucking dork. He's so Mike Zuckerberg I, in this movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah he I, he's sucks. yeah. That's that's his most iconic role. But like movies, like, I love Adventureland. I think it's a fantastic movie. But the fact that he's also like this stud in that movie too, like no, he's a fucking yeah, dork. He's, he's a like dork. he's Mark Zuckerberg. It's yeah. He, so I don't know, but uh, I would recommend if you liked the first Zombieland movie, definitely check out Zombieland Double Tap if it uh, if it skated by you. That's good. Um, and we actually watched it on FX, so we didn't even see like the uncut version. So the language, like I don't understand like how they can show. It's so ridiculous how things work in America. You can show zombies getting blown to pieces and all this shit and all this over the top extreme violence. But you can't have Woody Harrelson say fuck. Yeah. Or suck my yeah. dick on TV. Like, it's fucking ridiculous. Jesse Eisenberg playing a ladies' man is like Glenn Close playing, like, the romantic, <laughs> sexy lady in The Natural. <laughs> Susan Sarandon in Bull Durham. Like, yeah. What is this? Yeah. No no men are fawning over you. Like, yeah. <laughs> I don't understand that either. Or Gina Davis. Yeah. <laughs> not interested. Well, Gina Davis in the 80s, maybe. But, like, I, I don't know. It's, yeah, she, she has uh, uh, not, nah, not so much. No. Um, so, okay, so the movie that Kat was referring to, this was more of a thriller comedy, thriller black comedy with some horror elements, and it's a movie called All My Friends Hate Me. Yeah, and um, all his friends hated him. Yeah, and, uh, well, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> so it's <laughs> basically nice. this, like, uh, this neurotic, It's it's it takes place in England, so it's all these British friends that met at university, and they're meeting back up for, for high school. Uh, oh, it was high school. It wasn't uh, college. Is high school. They weren't oh, on no, holiday. No, no. They, well, they went on holiday <laughs> after university, like ten years later, to meet up for a friend's birthday. And it focuses on this one guy who's kind of, you know, matured into this like self-aggrandizing like douche that just reaches out of his way to pat himself on the back, like he's been doing charity work, and he's kind of priding himself on the fact that he's evolved into like. I guess it's alluded to that they were big party people like back in university and none of his friends have really changed and there's this new person that they, the friends have brought into the group and he just all of a sudden starts having this paranoia and anxiety that his friends are slowly turning against him and I mean I won't really give away what happens uh, it was it was okay it wasn't great cat fucking hated it it was stupid it was a waste of my time I was like it was over and I was like what the hell was that yeah um <laughs> 
there was there was it was okay. It was okay. I wouldn't go out of my way to like pay for it, but it if it's on TV, I'd, I'd watch it. It's interesting. It's called All My Friends Hate Me. It didn't pick up. There was no plot line really besides his friends hate. And uh, it, it held my interest because you're wondering the entire time, like, okay, what the fuck is going on? And then at the end, you still don't know what the fuck is going on. Well, and nothing yeah, really happened. I wouldn't it's say that that's definitely not a horror movie by any means. I won't it's not let, entirely I won't, I won't accurate. Necessarily assume that Cat's right in that statement because again, she I, misses a lot of stuff in movies. As I said at the beginning, this is much more of a something. a yeah. black comedy thriller no with blood, some horror no death, elements. No nothing. It was stupid. Okay. Well, <laughs> sorry Stop. that you didn't like Two it. Two thumbs. Way, way down. down. Way down. Uh, Skip. Beyond that, I also I finally finished uh, Love, Death, and Robots season four. It's fucking awesome. I love that show. Just got renewed for a fourth season, actually. Um, all right, this was season three that I just finished, and it just got renewed for a fourth season. So that's coming back. I love that show. It's a great show. A uh, show that could even hold your attention span, Cat. It's about fifteen minutes I've per episode. A little oh yeah, of those. I and I, I honestly, I, I still can't believe that you don't like that because the animation is phenomenal and it's just adult animation stories. It's sick. It's mm-hmm. great. Uh, and then beyond that, uh, we've been uh, we have one episode left. It's fucking awesome. Is it's called Trainwreck. It's about Woodstock '99 on Netflix. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, it's really good, uh, and it's much less preachy and finger waggy than the fucking obnoxious HBO fucking douche documentary that Bill Simmons produced, who I fucking hate. Uh, and then also, I know I'm behind on this, and I kind of wish I wasn't because I know everybody's talking about it right now. And I'm trying to avoid spoilers, but. Uh, the series finale of Better Call Saul uh, was on this past Monday night, so I am about halfway through this last season, and it's supposed to be absolutely fucking phenomenal. Another show that Cat bailed on uh, a few seasons well, it ago. It smells. It does so. not smell. It's a good show. So yeah, that's what we've been watching. Wait, wait. Anything else? Naked and Afraid XL Frozen. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of extra large. Because it's. It's like a really daunting task. It's versus like it's like fourteen days in like northern Montana. Montana? It's Mon. It was Montana. Yeah. And you have like <laughs> you're naked, to wear afraid, and, and freezing, and, freezing. and extra large. <laughs> yeah, not nothing is extra large and that much cold. <laughs> I can tell you. No, I doubt it. Far and you have less. to you have to like you know survive in like fifteen degree. <laughs> It's a ridiculous that's fucking show. Cat, they Cat definitely, they definitely put them up in a hotel when they're not filming. Like that's probably the most. I think people have almost stuff. like died on it, so oh, I don't know if they do. Yeah, yeah. they have medic. Yeah. They had, on the last episode. They had medic. Who watches on. those? Things? I do. Yeah. I'm the Bachelorette. Like, oh, who, who, yes. Who, who are you talking to here? Like, Hello? look at who you're talking to. <laughs> I fucking hate reality yeah. TV. They so had much. medics go and check them because they're they're. Uh, heart rate went so high that they were nervous they were going to have a heart attack because they were so cold. Uh, low. I think it's low. Probably because you shouldn't be out in that situation naked. Yeah, and afraid. And afraid. Well, obviously you'd be afraid. Extra large. Well, and they're not eating because they can't, you know, forage. That's why I thought maybe it was like extra large, like 400 pounds so that their body could just eat itself while they're waiting so they don't die immediately. Maybe. Okay. No, there aren't really that many people that are overweight. Yeah, because you can't be. <laughs> They're all hardened survivalists. That's the that's those are the people that are on the show. There's no fucking fat loads going out yeah, there. Yeah, but a, a fat load would probably survive longer. Know, yeah, because yeah. your body would start longer. to eat itself. And just start eating the people that they're out there with, <laughs> yeah. probably. Well, Is that funny. dead fat guy eating? <laughs> you, you can eat that dead fat guy? <laughs> the fat guy strangler. Well, great, like, great episode the of Family little, Guy. The like, skinny ladies on there like are fine. They're, it's almost like they're like, oh, I'm cold. And then you're like, but you're like... You're so skinny. How are you not frozen to death at this point? Like it's it's, it's, it's weird. wild. Yeah, the body the body works in mysterious ways. 
Andrew, bit of news before we jump into tonight's movie. Uh, I know I saw that Matt tagged you in this on Facebook. Uh, the Hulu Hellraiser, uh, Hell, Hellraiser, Hellraiser reboot sequel, whatever you want to call it, has been rated R for, quote, strong bloody violence and graphic nudity. As it should be. Absolutely, yeah. The Excellent. first one wasn't rated R? No, it was. I'm just saying. Oh, this, okay. Uh, this is obviously like, this is Hellraiser PG. Oh, if they made this PG-13, I would have been like, excuse me. Yeah. Really? Can't have a movie called Hellraiser. Obviously, good thing. Yeah. yeah. And uh, so we do have a name, because I know we talked about this a couple weeks ago. So uh, the actress that is playing uh, the, the, well, not I guess they're not even calling her Pinhead. They're calling her the Hell Priest. Uh, or maybe maybe that, that's just a, a nickname for, uh, pin for Pinhead. Is uh, Jamie <laughs> Clayton. I guess she's been in a show called Sense8. Which I think was a uh, it was a Netflix. Netflix series. I believe. I think I've scrolled past that before. Yep. And again, this movie is directed by David Bruckner, who directed a bunch of cool stuff. Uh, so yeah, he's pretty awesome. So Andrew, excited for Hellraiser. We still don't have a release date. No yet. release date yet. No release date yet, but it's coming, baby. It'll be here before we know it. All right. Excellent. Uh, gentlemen, lady, anything else before we jump in to tonight's movie? My lady. My lady, my lady. All right, uh, Otis sounds like he has nothing as well, so why don't we jump right in and talk about... Sounds of the Hound. Roll! Roll. It's fucking roll. It's roll. roll. You fucking donut. It's fucking roll. And of course, this is a 2016 French film. Oh, it's 2016. I didn't even know. 2016 you French know a film. a lot of 2016 movies, huh? Uh, well, we'll get to that. There's okay. only been a couple, actually. Not as many as you might think. There's actually only been one. Oh. Only been one other one. Oh, oh. Uh, this was an Andrew pick. Um, this is a movie that I know uh, I actually, I thought I had seen before, but I never actually had. Oh, really? You yep. hadn't seen it? Nope. And uh, Kat definitely had not as well. No, I'd heard of it, though. <laughs> Took like, us, uh, well, we, we've talked about it on the show a few times um, in, in general conversation, and I know Andrew picked this as part of his uh, 2010s movie decade yep. uh, draft that we did, which I think you were a part of, Kat, so you might have heard Andrew was talk about the it then. She was in parts of the. Draft. She was in twenty. Oh, yeah, you she missed the, the early 2010s. She, she missed the seventies yeah, and the eighties. Yeah, but she did the nineties, the two thousands, and the two thousand tens. So, mm-hmm. um, Andrew, why'd you pick Raw? And uh, tell me a little bit about this movie, why you like it, and your thoughts. I think it's just a very unique take on uh, cannibals, basically. Mm-hmm. Different, like it's beautifully shot. It's extremely well written. The dialogue's great. The, the four. Um, foreshadowing and there's multiple times where there's really good foreshadowing maybe it's because i've seen it multiple times that i've picked up on it um it's there's just squeamish parts that just make you want to look somewhere else when you're watching if you if a movie makes you do that then that to me is like that puts it on a whole different level um really good effects like all practical no cgi the way a movie should be Uh it's just different and if you can get past subtitles, which I find subtitles very easy to... Well, yeah, over, the like, three of us watch subtitles now religiously. So we, we have definitely been doing that. We've been doing that a lot lately, and I think yeah. that's a direct uh, correlation to you, Andrew. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm deaf, and I, so it works out for me because I can't hear what anyone's saying anyway when I watch a week. I'm yeah. deaf. Um, very well acted. Just, like, start to finish, I think pretty much a perfect movie. Perfect horror movie. Perfect psychological horror movie. Whatever you want to call it. It's just... I just have like it's it's it, there's no, there's no lagging I feel like in this movie it's very concise I don't think it's more than an hour and thirty something minutes maybe yeah, um, yeah it definitely is not very long yeah. it's it's perfect length there's no fat nope. they trim off the fat or they eat the fat yeah, or they, they do, do something they with the fat yeah. Um, yeah yeah I just 
love this movie. I could watch this movie over and over again. See, I think it's funny you call this movie a psychological thriller. Um, so this movie is written and directed by a French director. Her name is Julia Ducournau. I think that's how you pronounce it. Uh, written and directed by Julia Ducournau. Um, so this was her first feature film, I believe. And she has classified this movie as a coming-of-age drama. Is how she has described it. Well, I mean, that's. I mean, it, it, I can see that too. Absolutely, but she did not qualify it or quantify it. I should as say horror? as as a horror movie, which again, I don't necessarily that, agree, I don't with. agree with. Either. But um, I think it's an interesting way to look at the movie because I think that that's definitely like some of the way, like the music and stuff, and the way it's like shot. It definitely doesn't. It's not like an ominous score to this. It no. feels like a little light at times. So I thought that was interesting. Uh, but yeah, this is her first feature film, and she also just came out with another movie. I think it was either this year or the end of last year. It's called Titan. I wanted to watch that. Uh, I need to watch supposed it. supposed to be outstanding and extraordinarily weird. Like, yeah. even weirder than this and, and this, even more the, fucked the, up. The lead character in this movie is also in that movie. Too. Is she? Okay. Yeah. All right. So I, I'll have to maybe check that one Which, out. Which, when this movie was probably filmed, she was, she was born in 98, so she was probably like 16, 17 years yeah. old yeah. when this movie came out, which is weirder now for some parts <laughs> mm. okay okay cat i know it took us uh two two sittings to get through this movie to to uh, a couple of reasons yes what did you think of roll well i had to stop it um at one point <laughs> because i couldn't watch it because i was feeling a little queasy like i was gonna pass off yeah. because it was that gross <laughs> well it will uh, it will please you to know that this was also the reaction of several people at uh the film festival this premiered at uh a lot of people fainted, left the movie, vomited. Yeah, that type I, on, of yeah. I honestly thought that I was going to faint at one, which I was just like, okay, uh, I need a break. Can I Can I get 10? And then I was like, you know what, let's just watch something else, and then we'll, we'll give this, we'll start this again tomorrow when I know what I'm getting myself into. Yeah. Um, overall, though, I mean, I liked it. And okay. <laughs> I like it. I, I, thought, like it. I thought it was good. Um, I think, you know, the characters are good. The whole plot line was good with... Uh, the whole vegetarian thing and the meat thing, and then you find out that the whole thing like unravels, and you're like, okay, the all vegetarian right. thing with the meat thing, the vegetarian thing and the meat thing, well, and the thing. Well, territory. <laughs> what are we doing? Well, mean, Andrew already know. said that it's cannibalism. So, I mean, we're pretty much. I would assume that okay. this movie's set. This movie's eight years old. So, I mean, if you if you're listening to this episode, you've probably either seen this movie or you you know haven't what seen it in a while. Hope, I'm sure you if you Google this movie. I feel like in the plot description it says that I'm it's about cannibalism. Sure. Yeah. It, yeah, it was gross. It was gross, but it was like one of those things where you, it, you know, it's effective because that's what it's supposed to gross you out. So, yeah, yeah totally worked. I like the whole, like, university. I guess university. That was definitely more of a college. I mean, yeah, that was a, that's a college. I, absolutely. Yeah. Well, vet, yeah. veterinary well, college. Oh, it was a veterinary yeah. school. I forgot. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, I like that whole aspect because I like the high school, like, quirky little college things. Like, I like... Did it the really hazing. Like, yeah, I think that, well... I like those kind of things. Like, I'll watch that boo bitch thing or, like, that, um, what was the other, the vampire thing that I watched? The other, no, the zombie thing. It was, uh, Breakout that I watched. But, yeah, like, these other, like, I forgot you watched boo bitch. Just don't compare this movie to boo bitch. Or, like, Scream. I love, I've always loved those, like, high school, like, college kind of teeny bopper things. I think it's funny. So, so I think what you're trying to say is that you like movies that take place in the in high school and college in environment. Schools, yeah. in school, in school. Please okay. stop comparing this movie to movies. Or, or Scream. <laughs> I can't think of any. I mean, aside from having young people in them. I'm, 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 yeah. <laughs> but, um, what else? Yeah, I I like that whole college veterinary school hazing aspect to it. It was pretty extreme. 
I mean, yeah, I, I'd I, say so. Yeah. yeah, like throwing beds out, like walking in a room and just dousing you with paint and or like... blood. I I want to talk about that actually because that was one of my biggest nitpicks with the fucking movie. I'll I'll I guess I can get to that. I thought that was the fuck like the hazing aspect of it. I thought was so over the top and fucking. It was dumb. very over. The like, top. is that allowed? No, no, like, so. no, of course well, not. I mean, it is France. So yeah, dude, it's dirty fucking Frenchman. Just, you know, it, just <laughs> drinking and smoking and fucking and wearing blood-soaked coats yeah, to, to fucking... to school the whole class. day. You're in class the whole the day. The teachers <laughs> know about it and After encouraging it. That wasn't it. real a rabbit's blood. kidney. <laughs> it's not real blood. It was animal blood. That was animal blood. In that, they dumped... That was definitely dumped real animal blood. blood that was definitely real blood. Not it maybe smell. It was, not sure actual that they did blood smell. in real life, but I'm saying... They definitely dumped. That wasn't just fake blood. No, no, absolutely. They made them eat raw yeah. animal parts. They sure dumped blood fake. all over. That was over like them. real. That was blood. Blood from an animal. Yeah, I mean this movie's fucked, and uh, I don't really find this to be the grossest movie I've ever seen. I, I can understand why There's people. Yeah, like the, 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 obviously the concept extreme. of cannibalism is gross for a lot of people. I've I've seen far more disturbing movies than this, but it's an incredibly interesting concept. Very very gory. Um, when I was watching this, I found myself reminded a lot of a movie called Ginger Snaps. Have you ever seen that, yeah. Andrew? Um, it's another. It's like a. It's like a feminist like uh, coming of age like werewolf movie, like mm-hmm. horror movie. It's a very very famous werewolf movie. Reminded me a lot uh, of Ginger Snaps. This movie did, but I thought the strongest part of the whole movie were the performances by the three main actors. Oh yeah. Um, so I have. I'm gonna probably fuck these names up here, but uh, Garance Marillier as uh, Justine. She was excellent. Uh, Ella Rumpf as Alexia, who is uh, Justine's sister, and then Raba Nait Ufella as Adrian. Uh, I thought all three of them I liked his character a lot. were great. Yeah. Um, Interesting characters, good characters. I like the whole dynamic between Justine and Alexia. Um, obviously, sisters that you know clearly didn't always get along and borderline hated each other sometimes, but also you know looked out for each other. Right. Although, um, pretty tough to come back from uh, your sister getting you to drunkenly try and eat a corpse's <laughs> finger while yeah. it's being filmed by the entire school. That was pretty fucked up. Mm. Uh, but the fight that ensues afterward is, was uh, pretty pretty awesome. Or I would eating say. your sister? Yeah, that, that too. That too. She, yeah, she already, at that point, she already had eaten her sister's finger, so maybe that was her way of getting payback, I suppose. In fairness, the finger was already off. It's not like she was off. That's, That's true. That she true. was just like, well, here's some scraps. Might as well... Let's not talk about it. Right. Um, So yeah. Again, and here here are my issues with this movie. Okay. So what the fuck kind of school is this? Okay. I I get that it's supposed to be like the fucking Harvard or MIT of veterinary schools, but like, is there anywhere on earth that there's this much camaraderie and this much hazing? There's fucking no way. Well, I mean, maybe because. To be a veteran, uh, a, veterinari- a veterinarian, a veterinarian, a veterinarian, a veterinarian, takes a different type of person. So I wouldn't throw it out. Yeah, like they I would agree. probably be like you're sticking your hand up cows' asses and like doing all sorts of like weird the sister shit. did yeah. in the movie. Yeah, yeah to yeah. do stuff like you're you're doing all this weird stuff. So you're a different mindset. Oh, so maybe that's maybe um, maybe that's I like just it. I, maybe I, like I, in the seventies maybe. But now I couldn't see that happening. I just feel like vets are, are cut from a different cloth, and and obviously doctors too. Um, but I mean, like I just don't know if I could ever just show up to work every day and be in an environment where like you know uh, sick. 
poor animals are coming in to be put down. I think that's just incredibly sad. I think you could say that about like doctors too, because seeing people die. But uh, right. I like I like my animals. But my then there's animals. aspects where you help animals too. Of course, so, I mean, yes. So that's very rewarding for sure. Um, so yeah, I mean, and, and, and I just don't, I, that, the hazing part like threw me off. It was just so over the top and intense. I found it to be fucking ridiculous. Um, I did, I did like the movie. These are just my, my issues with it that I had. Um, and granted I, I went to a very small school. It didn't have frats. I would have no interest in joining a frat anyway. So maybe if people are in fraternities or sororities, like the hazing is still like this in some places, but I, I, I don't know. I have no I don't fucking think was, idea. I, I don't think it's ever, I think that was well, a very... Oh, Why didn't not. anybody get their shit out of like the yard after it was thrown out right? the window? I don't need this there. anymore. Fuck yeah. it. <laughs> Seems like nobody really gave a fuck about much except for like the going to class and, and getting drenched in blood, bone. smelling smelling like shit, and then getting ex- fucking foobar, <laughs> foobar jeffed, as we would say, yeah. fucking fucked up and just you know banging people and yeah. eating people and causing car crashes and whatever the fuck. So yeah, this movie's fucking. Dude, I wish I went to that. Crazy. Um, so also, are we led to believe? And obviously, you know, again, spoilers, this movie's eight years old if you haven't seen it yet. Do you actually expect me to fucking believe that Justine and Alexia have never once seen their father with his shirt off in their entire life? Yeah. That I found so well, fucking he stupid. Well, was very, um, like, he didn't really seem like he was present. I, so, that's yeah. funny you say that because I said that to Mike. I was like, I didn't think that that was their father. I thought that she must have remarried or something because he didn't seem fatherly. He's just like giving all. his daughter cigarettes after just, her other, his yeah. other daughter like got her finger cut off. And Maybe because he knew where it was all going and what it eventually was going to become which one of my nitpicks is so if you know that your wife has this inclination you've been, and you've clearly been safeguarding your kids from eating meat for fear of what would become of them. Right. Why would you then send them to this school? Right, where you know these things happened. Yeah. That's, right? I don't understand that. Yeah. Without, a little having, confusing. without having a conversation beforehand. At least, yeah, yeah. It's kind of weird. That's that's a little bit of a weird plot hole. Yeah, I just, I, I just, I, I found it incredibly hard to believe that, like, this was this shocking revelation to both these girls that they had never seen their dad well, with a shirt off. Here's the thing: ever. I would say, if your body looked like that, you I'm pretty sure no one's seen you without right. your shirt on. But like, even just like you, you're, you're di- like, okay, dads like walking around shirtless around the house yeah, or in a backyard you're not or whatever. Doing like, that, I guess if you have that, like that if that's yeah. what's happened. I, I suppose. <laughs> You're I not going to yeah. do this. I wouldn't walk around with my shirt off if I looked So, okay, like that. maybe he's just like one of those guys just wears a t-shirt I in the pool. I up my legs. I was wearing pants for three days. That's true. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. So, yeah, I found that. Like, okay, okay. Like, I guess I can see maybe that there. Also, like, so the whole family's fucking veterinarians? All four of them? The husband, the wife, and yeah. both the daughters going to be veterinarians? Like, what's... That's fucking crazy. Is They're that weird wonder, to anybody else? Wonder but me? family. Yeah, right? Like, all these fucking wonderkins? Like, I, I, I don't... That veterinarian school looked like it was straight out of like yeah it was like, well they did it say that it had looked a little shabbier than it used to very shabby. when they pulled up and he, when they were dropping him off like it looks like when we watched Chernobyl like, well, like not everything can be great like for like forever that. you know yeah maybe it's because everyone there is just fucking degenerates yeah. Yeah. shit all over the place right but just having raves it was also very unclear like she just started eating like meat raw meat thumbs whatever lunging at cars like I mean there was like she didn't lunge was she didn't lunge at the car the sister did the but sister like, did, but she had been there, so this she was teaching her how to hunt. Right, basically. but then you were, like, I was wondering immediately, like, are they vampires or are they cannibals? Because that wasn't really, ex- like, then at the end you're like, oh, well, I guess they're just cannibals. Well, they're not vampires because it was light out 90% yeah. of the time. Yeah, they, and they don't have the teeth, yet it was also daytime. And right, they didn't turn wasn't... into bats. <laughs> right. Mm. Yeah, and she was teaching her how to hunt so that you don't get in trouble for eating people. Right, right, right. right. 
Yeah, that was fucked too when uh, when Alexia causes the car crash uh, and kills those people, and then the, the the kid in the passenger seat's all still alive, and she just starts eating his fucking head. Well, that's that what, that's fucked. one of the examples of foreshadowing because like the very first scene in the movie, you see that happen. Was and that part? She's on, yeah, yeah. And then yeah. when you see the bus when they're on the bus to go to the like all town, whatever that place is, <laughs> yeah, like yeah, on the yeah, run, yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. to get sandwiches where that weird guy is, and yeah. then they're like on their way back, and this car accident. So yeah. her sister was out hunting. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. So that makes sense. Huh. Yeah, I wouldn't have picked that, that, but, like, that's a... Yeah, and then also the other, what was the other foreshadowing? So when she's um, stuck in the closet with that guy, and he's like, I want to see you guys both be green afterwards. Yep. She's yeah. doing, she yep. bites his lip. Yep. Rips that piece the out. Dad. That piece out, yeah. Mm. The dad's missing that piece. I noticed that yeah. again. I was yeah. like, oh, he looks like he has a cleft. Uh, oh, that's uh, why. Uh, uh, and then the ski pole. Now I get it. Yeah. At the very beginning of the movie, when Adrian has the ski pole, and she's like, what are you doing with that? And then that's how he dies at the end from his sister. Her mm-hmm. sister stabbing him with that. Ah. Uh, because she actually is the one that killed him. That Adrian. killed him. Yes, yes. That's why she just didn't went... lock the door. She should have locked the door. And then you see the ski pole with the blood on the end. And when she rolled him over on his back, there's, yeah, there's the whole yeah. Well, okay. and then you see the okay. blood on this. Yeah, of course. So, yeah. And that, that whole part was weird, too. Like, so clearly she's in shock. And, you know, Justine's, like, showering and rinsing her off. So do you think that, do you think that, uh, uh, Justine turned her in, or do you think that there was just no way to cover it up? Um, no I think the sister, when she came to, probably turned herself and didn't want yeah. her sister to get in trouble. Right. Yeah. I mean, she did seem to be in, like, decent spirits when they visited her in prison at the end. Yeah. So maybe that's what it was. I like that they left that kind of ambiguous, because it did make me wonder, like, after the fact, like, how she, she might have gotten caught. Dude, like, that's too. so gross mm. when she pulls the sheet back, and as you see is gnarled up. Uh. Oh, yeah. Like, I'm like, oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Why you don't have sex? I with... Reminds him. me a lot of that other movie I just watched, which was um, the one I was talking about—that like 2001 French film. Oh, uh, the one on Trouble Matt, Every Day. Or... Matt Matt re- recommended. Yeah. yeah. No, he didn't recommend that. He like randomly like he didn't even tell me to watch that. Oh, okay. He had seen it, and that was cannibals. The French people really like their uh, cannibals. Parlez-vous français? Cannibalisme? Oui, oui. Cool. Um, let's see here. So, Kat, uh, as I mentioned, we've only covered one other 2016 horror movie, and that would be The Void, uh, uh. which is one of my all-time personal favorites. But uh, I would ask you, if you've seen these movies, well, let me just r- run through this list and tell me where Raw falls in for you guys. Uh, I've never seen this movie. 31, it's a Rob Zombie movie. Never I've seen, it. seen it? No, me neither. Um, zombie movies are wicked hit or miss for me. Uh, some of them are great, and some of them are not so great, but I haven't seen 31. I know it's about murderous clowns. Uh, the Autopsy of Jane Doe is great. Love that movie. Fantastic movie. But I should, we should do that so I really like that should. movie. Can we that be me pick? Can I pick well, that? Yep. When it's your turn to pick, you pick. It can be a you pick. Absolutely. Well, I haven't picked it in a while. What is well, that pick we can, Why don't we do it next week? Yeah, we'll do, uh, we'll do our, as part of our double feature oh yes indeed yes uh also in 2016 the uh blair witch legacy sequel which i fucking loved uh we saw it in theaters and you liked it i know you don't remember yeah. it. i still haven't seen that what's it's it called good. it's called just called blair witch okay so it's good it's worth checking out that. it's interesting it's um it's definitely scary um Is it? yeah it's 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 good i quite enjoyed it it's personally. not as found footage it doesn't make you like it doesn't make you like dizzy it's yeah. yeah it's definitely more, more professionally yeah. shot but there's found footage in 2016 technology type stuff so it's yeah. a lot smoother it's not like 1990s vhs quality not shaky, yeah. Like, yep. yeah. on a ten thousand dollar budget or whatever it was i haven't seen this movie i bet you have cat uh the boy yes i did okay oh, i think i did see that movie terrible uh the cabin fever remake also came out in 2016 didn't see that seen the original one 
Uh, Cell also came out in 2016. That's a Stephen King adaptation starring John Cusack and Samuel L. Jackson. Thank you, Otis, as always. Sounds from the Hound. Sounds from the Hound. This segment is brought to you by Sounds from the Hound. Uh, We also got The Conjuring 2 in 2016, which was uh, probably the last good Conjuring movie, I think. That was uh, pretty decent. Uh, Also a great movie from 2016, Don't Breathe. Mm. Don't Breathe is phenomenal. That's another movie that we should cover at some point in the future. A very fucked up movie. Uh, I believe a pick that you made in the 2010 draft, Cat Hush. Oh yeah, yeah. Yep. With the uh, the deaf the girl. Deaf girl. Yeah. Yep, deaf girl. Uh, Mike good Flanagan movie. movie, pretty good, yep, pretty, pretty good. Pretty. Uh, Lights Out, which is the, uh, the movie short? that's based. No, it's it's a feature film based on the short film. Ah. Andrew, have you seen the Neon Demon? Yes. Okay, that came out in 2016 I like as well. That movie. I haven't seen it. Uh, Ouija Origin of Evil. I say Ouija Origin of No Thanks. Uh, Phantasm Ravager also Didn't came out in 2016. Yeah. You saw that Ouija movie? No, I saw the first one. I haven't seen Origin of Evil. Why was there a second one? The prequel, actually. Yeah, that was not necessary. Uh, Pride and Prejudice and Zombies and No, is what I say to no. that. If, unless it's uh, Abe Lincoln, Vampire Slayer. <laughs> Vampire, Vampire I, I Hunter. Wanna, I don't yeah. want to watch it. Uh, we also Winnie the Pooh. I think it's coming out in the fall. They're probably oh, it almost is the fall. fall. I, think, I, think, I thought it was fall? like I thought it was like October, maybe. No, Jeez, they, next well, I mean, year. that movie's gonna be real bad if they just came up with it that fast. Do you think no, it was, I, I think it's, it's probably not gonna year. be great. I mean, I, but, <laughs> I mean, yeah. that's gonna be awesome. <laughs> uh, we also got the Purge Erection Year in 2016. Erection. Uh, yeah, oh, election year, yeah. not a movie about erections <laughs> during the Purge. Let's see. Uh, let's see. Were uh, <laughs> we also got uh, Split, the M. Night Shyamalan movie with McAvoy. I like that That's movie. That's a great movie. Decent. Yeah, yeah pretty good. I like, uh, I like I know, those movies. I know yeah. Matt Audet is a big fan of Train to Busan, uh, which I still have not seen. It's a zombie movie, right? Around. Zombie movie, a Korean zombie movie. I believe uh, Bong Joon-ho directed that. The guy who directed Parasite just won the uh, Academy Award for Best Picture. Uh, and, of course, I already mentioned it, but last but not least is The Void, which awesome is a fantastic film. It voided me. Yes, indeed. <laughs> All right, now before we get into the rest of the things that we're going to talk about tonight, why don't we pause real quick for a word from our sponsors. We'll be back in 90 seconds. It's official. The critics' decision is in. Spooky World is spooktacular. Enter the new black hole. If you dare. Or the new horror house of wax. This year, don't miss the real Jason, Bobby Pickett, or Alice Cooper. Phone the 24-hour Spooky World hotline. 508-830-200. That's 508-830-200. Spooky World is just west of Boston. And haunts every night from October 1st till November 1st. If you had the nerve, you'd phone 508-830-200. It's American's horror theme park. Spooky World. Be scared. I'm the super sweet monster with the super sweet new cereal, Count Chocula. Biffle. Here's the super sweet new cereal, Frankenberry. But I've got chocolate sweeties for monstrous chocolate flavor. Well, I've got berry flavored sweeties for monstrous strawberry flavor. Count Chocula. Frankenberry. Hi. <laughs> Frankenberry. Count Chocula. Creepy flowers! Time is alive! It's alive! The new face of evil is going to scare you to death. Barrett's Haunted Mansion, it's a killer this year. Then be next door to the Abington Airlines. Barrett's Haunted Mansion. Eat, drink, and be scary. Go to bhmansion.com. And we're back! Thank you for holding 
And thank you to our sponsors. Well, we don't have to wait 90 seconds like reality. No, we don't, actually. That that's, yeah, that's okay. Um, Want to hear a couple of quick little facts about this movie? I didn't really find a whole ton, um, but there are a couple of interesting things here. I know Matt was saying, and I know, unfortunately, he can't join us tonight, the part that grossed him out about this movie the most was... Uh, when Justine is eating the raw chicken directly out of the That's fridge. Gross. That's pretty nasty. Yeah. Pretty fucking nasty. Turns out, though, that she's actually not eating uh, fry, uh, fry. Well, I would. That raw yeah. chicken because yeah. she'd uh, get salmonella and die. What is it? How do um, they do that? So it turns out the raw chicken? chicken that Justine eats out of the fridge is actually sugar. Uh, Garance Millier, Marillier, that's the actress's name, has commented that the scene didn't put her off chicken from then on, but it did put her off from candy for life. So essentially it was just a big piece of candy made to look like a raw chicken breast. I've seen a TikTok where I feel like someone's done that. They do a fake piece of chicken or something, and then they like open it in yeah. front of their husband and just start eating it, and he's like, what are you doing? <laughs> There's people that like do that now. Like, there's like crazy. these big, like giant muscle, muscle, muscly dudes that just eat raw That's chicken. Yeah, I'm like you're fucking gross. Yeah, yeah. No. That's I don't disgusting. How, how I don't care do if it's if it gives you muscle mass. The taste and the texture of that is ugh. Pass. Like I will say though, I still think the grossest scene in this movie is the hair scene. The hair it's scene, the most is disgusting. Like in, disgusting. In the it's just like pulling Wait, it out. Oh. I'm like, how much hair did you eat while you were talking to your professor? Right? Jesus Christ. Well, you did see her, like, like gnawing on her. Yeah, <laughs> but still, like, and then she gets out, and the girl's like, what did she tell her? Because as she was throwing up, and she thought she was, like, bulimic or something. Oh, And then she's, like, uh, smiling. She's yeah, like, it's yeah, easier yeah. if you use two fingers. Two fingers, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That, was, yeah that was definitely gross. Um, so, you know, we, we were talking about the performances earlier in this movie, and uh, again, uh, Garance Marillier. Uh, so the director, Julia Ducournau, really wanted uh, Marillier to work on her body and posture throughout the movie. A drastic change is visible between the beginning and the end of the movie. Uh, Marillier's posture changes as her uh, character transforms, and I think that you can definitely see, you know, once she is beginning, you know, to start to eat people, her demeanor yeah, she's now becoming a predator. She's no longer like, yeah this a meek little girl. And, you know, she's kind in the of corner with her legs open, like hanging out at a party, like hey. Yeah, like, so hey. we'll get to that. Um, but I guess the hardest scene for the actors that played Justine again, Marillier, uh, Garance Marillier, uh, was the withdrawal scene in the bed, um, which at first that's when she's under the, under the sheets oh, and she's just like kicking around. And she's just itching herself and yeah. Just, like, I was for, at yeah. first I was like I was like what the fuck's going on here? Are, are people like holding the sheets down and like hitting her with a sock full of pennies? or some shit like what the fuck is going on I was like oh no she's actually just going through like you know withdrawal from not having enough meat uh, but she said that was the most disturbing scene for her to film personally uh, and the director of the film uh, told her to gain inspiration by watching the film Train Spotting. ah yeah which not a bad, obviously that's not a, a bad fucked up fucking movie uh, so it's, it's very it's it's like a, I would say it's a uh, it's like a Scottish rec requiem for a dream it's extremely different. Um, Ewan McGregor's in it. Ewan. I'd probably love it. Um, the guy that played fucking Rumpelstiltskin on that dumb show mm. that you watched on ABC was in it. Um, once Upon a Time? Yep, Once Upon a Time. So you said the guy that played Rumpelstiltskin? Yes! <laughs> 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 once Upon a Time! Yeah, ask how about Once Upon a Time. Oh yeah. my god, Jesus. It was cool. It was a great show. You've right. never heard of that? I've heard of it. Yeah. So we don't always talk about this with every movie, but I feel like this is movie a movie where we should talk about what this is actually allegory for. And I think it's pretty clear that this movie is using cannibalism as an obvious allegory for sex and Justine, you know, quote unquote, becoming a woman sexually, right? We just kind of talked about it like the director was, you know, making her take active steps to like change her posture and her posture and demeanor throughout the movie. But like, 
you know, after she eats the raw rabbit kidney, you can see, like, this marked change in her, right? She starts to dress differently. You know, she's wearing her sister's dress and clothes, uh, you know, after kind of dressing very conservatively before. She's just carrying herself differently. You were talking about Kat. She's at the party with, like, her legs open, like, yo, what the fuck's up? Yeah. Um, she's wearing makeup. She's drinking. She's doing drugs. She has a glass of vodka. Yeah. <laughs> my God, that was a lot of vodka. Holy shit. And then, obviously, she you know, becomes sexually active where at the beginning of the movie she specifically says that she's a virgin. So I think that this is definitely an allegory for that, which I think is why the director was saying that this is more of a coming-of-age type of drama movie with, with obviously some uh, French extremist elements, uh, to say the least. Drama. Oh, fuck yeah, for sure. Um, I think she's being a little, you know, wee-wee, uh, it's a Nataru type thing, but... Uh, kind of is. Yeah, but I think okay. so. If you don't think it is, that's fine. It doesn't matter. What... Yeah? Well, she made the movie, so I guess who are we to say? That's correct. Yeah, but did you guys pick up on any, uh, any deeper meaning, anything? I mean, I that's you, pretty you, much yeah, what you, I picked you, up You on. talked a lot about the foreshadowing. I think the foreshadowing part of it was pretty interesting as well. Um, yeah, it was... Uh, it'd be cool if they got more into, like, the mom's backstory a little bit. Like, yeah. I could see them... They could do, like... Not that they ever would, not that they should, but you could do a prequel for this movie. Oh my god, I hope I hope they don't. Like you could, like I could see, like just to find out, like how far down the line does it go? Like where yeah. does it stem from? But you don't really need it. Hmm. It's unnecessary. But it'd be interesting. Like the mom's basically irrelevant. She doesn't mm. really have. Yeah, it's more the dad. Yeah. Oh yeah, the, the dad's definitely a, a bitch in this movie so for sure. He's just like a, he lets her eat him. Oh yeah, pretty much. <laughs> What's that? Is the mom a vegetarian now too? I've yes. from that before. They are, they all are because at the beginning, they all are. when they when they're going out to eat before they drop Justine off at the college, she orders the mashed potatoes and there's a piece of beef in the mashed potatoes right. and she walks up and yells at the cook. But they're right. all eating. They're all vegetarians, all of them. And the they're all vegetarians and they're all veterinarians. Is not a kid. The husband's not a kid. No, the mom is. Just the mom, which is interesting. Yeah. Um, I also kind of, the more and more I think about it, this movie reminded me, like, slightly a little bit in terms of, like, you know, um, the main character, like, gaining control of her sexuality and, and not, you know, being taken taking advantage of, but being more of a predator in this sense it was, falls. like, It Follows. Yeah, yeah that's kind mm-hmm. of what I was also thinking of, um, which is interesting. It Follows fucking rocks. It's, I know we talked about this uh, recently when we weren't podcasting, but I think it would be fun to revisit some of those movies that we did way back we started podcasting. And, yeah, we uh, could just delete the old ones. <laughs> oh, I don't I know mean, if I necessarily want to do that. Idea, I mean, yeah, we were we were definitely rookies back then. But I mean, if someone were to listen to one of those ones first, they're not yeah. going to listen to the rest of it. Yeah, well, yeah. uh, <laughs> some people might still find them entertaining, but we, we covered two bangers right out of the gate with Shining and It Follows. I kind of so. would love to listen to one of those old ones. I don't. Just, yeah. to, just yeah. to cringe. Yeah. Just to get that cringe moment. The, there's like, uh, oh, I, so I, I think I listened back at one point when we were doing like our one of our anniversary episodes to see if I could like put together some audio it ended up being too much work I didn't have enough time to do it but like oh man myself included like just I feel like I was just reading off a fucking script I was just like ooh my god beginning days can't believe that anybody ever listened to us at that point but if you did thank you very much um, let's see. Anything else that you guys want to talk about here with Raw? We were coming uh, of age. We were coming of age <laughs> in a dramatic, horrific... <laughs> coming of age story. Coming of age in a dramatic, horrific, cannibalistic French way. What can I say? Uh, yeah. Anything else? On Raw? If you haven't seen it, watch it. It's available on Netflix right now. You can it watch is. It. it is on Netflix, which I, I Interesting was... movie to be on Netflix, I feel like. Oh, I mean, yeah, doesn't really seem like it kind of fits the Netflix kind of. Yeah, I mean, well, Netflix has some fucked up shit. I mean, I feel like their selection is not as good as other streaming platforms, but they do have some gems on there. Like, it follows us on there right now, I yeah. believe. Yeah. 
Um, Black Coat's daughter was on there. That movie fucking yep. rocked. We covered that. Be on there come Halloween. Like, are they gonna release? Maybe I can look that up. So I did uh, see uh, recently that they are re- uh, they're they're putting out in October a new anthology show that's uh, I guess created by Guillermo del Toro called The Cabinet of Curiosities, Ooh. and they released a trailer for it, and it looks fucking awesome. There's also a new Stephen King one that's coming out this fall. Yes, one of his newer stories. Uh Mr. Hardigan's phone. Yes. I believe it's called. I don't think that's a horror story. It is. is it? I think it is. I like I, a, I read the story a long time like ago. Talking. I thought there was like a new story. No. I feel like it almost kind of reminds me of the black phone a little bit. Well, it I, like I could be phone, completely yeah. wrong. It well, was it's fr- a it's, guy that can, it's an old it's a child that can communicate with a dead guy yeah. through his phone or something. So I know it's banana an it's banana, 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 banana phone. <laughs> Craig's go to uh, my touch tunes song at whatever bar he's at. <laughs> Um, I know that it is a short story in one of his more recent collections, and I I did read it, I believe, and I don't remember it being particularly memorable, but I could be wrong. I could be mistaken. How long until Cat watches the uh, top trending movie on Netflix? Maybe the, the Jamie Fox, the Jamie Fox vampire. You know, I've actually heard oh. that that's Dan, not bad. Dan said it was actually hilarious and really good. Jamie Fox and Snoop Dogg is uh, vampire killers that killed Daywalker <laughs> vampires. Oh, and that yeah. sounds like a I'll fun time. I mean, I probably would watch that. <laughs> yeah, Dan like said it was good. Time. I was like, oh, right. yeah, and it's got James Franco's brother in it. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, I would check that she out. Is he as creepy as James time. Franco, or is he less creepy? I think he's less creepy than James Franco, because um, James Franco is really creepy. Okay, so I think that probably uh, puts a bow on this bitch that is Roll. Again, uh, definitely check it out. Roll, roll, roll. It's on Netflix. You can uh, stream it for free, or not for free. If you have a Netflix subscription, you can stream it on there right now as part of your streaming plan. And uh, as a reminder, here's where you can listen to our podcast. Spoiler alert, wherever you're listening right now, but we're also on the major platforms, including Apple, Google, Spotify, Amazon, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Spreaker, and wherever else you may get your podcasts. This has been another episode of America's Hometown Horror. I have been Mike, and I have been joined by my co-hosts, Andrew and Catherine. Good evening. Tune in next week. We'll be joined by our co-host Matt again, and we'll talk about some sort of horror movie that uh, we haven't determined yet. So we'll figure that out. A good evening. Say goodbye, folks. Good evening. Adios, muchachos. Peace. Hey everyone, it's Mike from America's Hometown Horror and just wanted to say thank you again for listening to another episode of our show because of course we would be nothing without you listeners. If you are interested in more local Plymouth podcasts, I would highly recommend you check out uh, some shows by our cohorts on the Inebriart Podcast Network. That's right, the Inebriart Podcast Network, folks. In addition to America's Hometown Horror, you can find the Inebriart Podcast, Bar Talk, Theme Park Legends, Retro Redoctopus and Old Colony Cast, head on over and give them a listen.